0: about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership, insight, and advice. Welcome to Season 3 of She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Sharice M. Nance. Ever since she was a little girl, Charisse Nance has been fascinated by what makes people tick. The human mind is an endless deep well, governing our behavior and emotions in ways few people get a chance to fully grasp. Charisse always knew that she wanted to be a part of that process and help people in some way. But it wasn't until her first year as an undergraduate at Indiana University that she realized she could be on the front lines of the helping profession. Therapy and social work became the means by which she could help others unearth buried aspects of their personalities and environments and move forward equipped to handle the challenges of life in a more positive way. Charisse is a licensed clinical social worker, speaker, award-winning, and best-selling author. In addition to running hand-in-hand counseling services, her private practice, Charisse now dedicates her efforts to vitamin C healing, an organization designed to promote self-care and work-life balance among those throughout the helping profession and beyond with considerable experience speaking at keynotes, workshops and seminars for young professionals, caregivers, entrepreneurs, women, parents and adolescents across the country. She strives to equip individuals with the tools to live happy, fulfilled lives and careers. With all she's learned in nearly two decades, Working with a diverse population of people from all walks of life, Sharice is eager to share all that she's learned. She resides in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with her husband. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Charisse M. Nance.
1: Okay,
0: so Sharice, I read your bio and I love your fascination for figuring out what makes people tick and your dedication to promoting self-care and work-life balance. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So, Sharice, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to be a guest on She Leaves Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. hmm Okay. So now let's talk about leadership. Yes. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not.
1: Would you agree, Sharice? I definitely agree, definitely. And can you tell us why you feel this way? Well, I think it it came to me years ago. I was blessed with a, a book by one of my favorite authors. The name of the author is Robin Sharma. And the title of the book is The Leader Who Had No Title. And I thought that was very fitting because a lot of times People think that you need a title or you need a role or you need a status in order to lead. But the way I see leadership, it's about leading through action, leading by example. There are a lot of quiet leaders who who just do things and you're inspired by their actions and how they treat people. So that's the way I view leadership. Okay.
0: Thanks for that. I love that. And that reminds me of myself, the leader who had no title because although leadership is very important to me in my corporate career, I've never been a manager, you know, and it was hard for me to kind of tell myself that I was good enough, you know, right. to to be the face of leadership, you know, when I had never managed people, but then I had to look at how I managed myself and how I manage mm-hmm. my family, you know, and how people still follow me. So it doesn't matter. The title definitely doesn't matter. So I agree with you. Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization?
1: so about i would say nearly 10 years ago i had my first bout with network marketing with a, a reputable company and it was it was very new to me it was very foreign and i think that opportunity for just the personal development that it blessed me with and i was under good leadership and i had some family members who were able to join me including my grandmother and i i ended up building a, a pretty good team. And then when things started to go south, I'm like, this is not supposed to happen because things were going so well. And I remember being at a convention and I was sitting next to my grandmother and just randomly she said, You're a leader. And I'm like, hmm, I never I never really thought of myself as a leader. And I think in that moment, it, it gave me a chance to reflect on a lot of events that had occurred because this had been taking place for about a year. And then I thought about the things that I did that that could have helped me grow mm-hmm. into a leader. And I think it's back to what I said before. I might not have had the title, even though I got a, a promotion within the company from building a team. But it was more about servant leadership. I was okay with sitting with people and helping them figure out how to grow in a company, what they needed to do to get to their next promotion, being available, answering questions, not managing people, just just really being a good coach and being a good listener and just finding new ways to inspire people. And, and I think that's when I was okay with embracing myself as being a leader, no matter what position I was in. And like you said, it didn't matter if I was in a company and I had a supervisor or a boss or a manager, whatever you want to call that position, I knew that I had leadership within me.
0: Okay. Thanks for that. I love that. Yes. And thank God for grandmas. I think grandmas are so special and they do (laughs) pour into us. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do agree with you, you know, leadership or being a successful leader starts with servant leadership as well as being Mm -hmm. able to coach and being a good listener. So I totally agree with you. Thanks for sharing. Mm hmm. Okay, so in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Cherise, can you
1: share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? Mm, yes, yeah, so i spent a lot of time thinking about this. And um, when I think of a code of leadership, I, I look at it as more of a a blueprint. And I thought a lot about this and it, and it came down to one of my my favorite sayings, how you do anything is how you do everything. And the reason why I, I chose this as like a code of leadership is, is because people are always watching. And no, this isn't about perfectionism because if we're talking about self-care, perfectionism is not a goal. It's about excellence and just being consistent in every facet of your life. And you know, if that means that you're practicing health and wellness, then let's let's be excellent at that. If it means that you're trying to be a, build a business, let's be excellent and be a leader in that area, being a wife, being a mom, whatever area that you're in, how you do anything truly is how you do everything. And I think in any of those facets, you can display leadership. So that's a, that's a saying that I, I subscribe to, and I, I really consider a code of leadership for me
0: okay thanks for that and i do agree and i do love that point of excellence right it's really about the caliber you hold yourself to and your integrity and your business practices and your personal practices that exude leadership Mm -hmm. so thank you okay so i believe all leaders experience failure Mm-hmm. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons. Yes, I was just thinking that. <laughs> Take more of <laughs> an optimistic view. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, Cherise, can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? Yes, I think I, I mirror how you reframe that. I'm all about reframing, but we got to actually believe the reframes that we put out there. I also view failure as a lesson, and I, I see failure as success turned inside out. I look at failure as part of the process in reaching your goal. If we think of any successful people, most of them, and I'll even go out on a limb and say all of them have probably experienced some form of failure or we'll call it a hard lesson in order to reach that goal. I've had a lot of failures and another one, I'm a quotes person, one of my favorite quotes are people see the glory, but they don't know the story. And Mm -hmm. I, I know for me, I had early failure. My freshman year of college, I almost flunked out of college. I was on academic probation, and was pretty much warned that if i didn't get my grades up that i was out of there and i'm like wow this this never happened to me i was used to cruising through junior high cruising through high school and then i get there really didn't practice good study habits and i remember my father telling me you got a decision to make you're wasting time you're wasting money what are you going to do and i'm thinking well what kind of job am i going to get without this college education he said you're right so I was able to turn that, that lesson or that experience into an opportunity and I hit the ground running. And, you know, I think for me, that hard lesson set me up for where I am now. Anytime my back is up against the wall or I'm looking at failure in the face, I failed exams, I'm able to lean on that experience and know that I'm going to grow from this. So like I said, any successful person has probably experienced that hard lesson and it reveals character, you know, so Mm -hmm. are you going to let it destroy you or are you going to let it build you?
0: Okay. Thank you for that. Yes. You said a few things that I love. One for sure is failure reveals character. And yeah. I do agree, right? We can take it and let it defeat us or let it be our launching pad, you know, to greatness and to success. So thank you. Now mm-hmm. you kind of answered two questions in one. So I'll, <laughs> but I'll throw it out there anyway, in case you have okay. a story. So story. Okay. Can you share one time you failed as a leader and what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a
1: better leader? Well, that that one was a big one for me and I'll I'll also, you know, take my network marketing experience because I think for me, that was the beginning of Sharice, the entrepreneur, even though there are a lot of entrepreneurs in my family, but it was my first hands on experience with running my own business and and seeing what it was about. And I'm like, wow, I'm actually built for this until things start going south. And when my grandmother said, you are a leader, that was her way of encouraging me and inspiring me. She saw things in me before I seen these things in myself. And my team fell apart. You know, people were saying negative things and I was having a hard time inspiring people. And initially I wanted to blame everybody, but then I started taking a hard look at myself what could I have done better? How can I be a better leader? How can I be a leader and not a manager? It's not my role to manage them. I'm not their boss. I can inspire them. I can plant some seeds, but at the end of the day, you can, how's the old saying go? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make the horse drink it. You know, so it was, I think it was in that moment that I felt that I had, I had failed as a leader. I had failed my team. And I learned that it's not for me to tell people what to do, but to invite them, to give them the invitation. And it's okay if they RSVP or if they don't. And it also makes me a better therapist. I love that.
0: I love that. Yes. And that is one of my favorites. You can lead the horse to water, but you can't make them drink. I definitely agree with that. And I love, I feel like one of the things you said was key, right? Like it's so easy to look outside of us for the reason Mm -hmm. to why things happen. But the epitome, I feel like of growth and understanding is to do self-reflection. What can I have done differently? What can I do better next time You know, to make my circumstances better because at the end of the day, the only thing we can control is ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. and making the world go round, you mm-hmm. know. So I feel self-reflection is very important in that process. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Okay. So, Cherise, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why?
1: Uh Honestly, I'm I'm not into making excuses or being a victim, but I do think it's harder. I especially think it's harder being a black woman, because we live in a society where your race and your gender precede you. So when we talk business and entrepreneurship, if we're being honest and we can have a real conversation, that's usually headed by by white straight males. So when you're a black female heading into this room, we have to consistently be very conscientious about how we present ourselves. Are we intimidating anybody? Our tone, because we don't wanna come off as that, emotional woman or that angry black woman. So before we can even get down to business, we're, we're consistently having to be aware of that. But if you are a different gender or a different race, it can be seen as assertive or strong or courageous or negotiating. So that's where I think there, there is a big barrier when we're talking about gender and even race in business.
0: Okay. Thanks for sharing. Yes. And I I do, like you said, you know, don't want to, you know, victimize myself or don't Mm want to, you know, be a complainer, you know, but looking at life at face value, you know, and and at face value, I do agree with you. You know, the scale is not even, right? It's just not even. It's nice. you know but one thing i have used to empower myself is that okay it's not even so you know even though we have to work harder you know it's just sort of like it is what it is you know like right. at least we know it. you know we know it you have to accept it you know and then you have to do what you have to do you That's know the and then
1: hopefully one day <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm okay I, hey i'm okay with putting my nose to the ground and not only doing the hard work but doing the right and smart work you know yes. to position myself and family and open up the doors for for other women and I'm I'm proud to say that women not only women but black women are killing it in the entrepreneurial yes. game you know looking at the numbers so we've accepted that and we've just we've just broken through
0: yes yes i totally agree thank you okay so productivity is a hot topic right now Mm-hmm. As it should be. Yes, many people yeah. want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a mm-hmm. successful leader, this is a must. Sharice, yes. do you have any productivity
1: tips to share with our listeners? Yeah, I do have a couple. I'm in the business of giving out tips and advice that I've I've actually tried, or I'm in the process of trying. And one thing before we can find something that works, I think we have to understand where we are awareness so i think a lot of people may have heard of this but doing a time audit you know really tracking your your time throughout the day seeing where your time is going starting from the rise of your day either when you wake up or when you start actively working just tracking in 15 or 20 minute increments what you did within that period of time. And by the end of the day, you should have a full log of what you did and, and do this for three to seven days. And you'll start to see patterns and patterns start to tell a story. So you'll say, okay, during the middle of the day, I'm spending two hours on social media. So if I'm spending two hours a day, five days a week on social media, that's 10 hours a week And that's what, 10 times four, that's 40 hours a month. What could you do with 40 additional hours a month, even if we cut that in half to 20 hours a month? So you have 20 hours a month that you are wasting. So when people say, oh, I don't have time, I don't know where my time is going. So let's do a time audit first to see where our time is going, because in my opinion, and... I think time is more valuable with money because we can always make money. We can always get money back, but time is the one thing that we will never get back. You know, that's why I'm I'm big. I don't like wasting my time or other people's time. So let's see where that time is going. And once we see where that time is going, we don't want to overwhelm ourselves, but let's start breaking our day into increments. I, I highly encourage people to take advantage of their smartphone. If you gotta mute your notifications, flip the phone over, set that timer on your phone or on your stopwatch, whatever you have in the one to two hour increments and then work really hard, have laser focus for one to two hours and then take a break like a sprinter, intermittently disengaged. So like a sprinter goes hard for 30 to two minutes and then they rest. Go hard for 30 to two minutes and then rest. Well, as an entrepreneur, go hard for one to two and a half hours and then rest that's your self-care period checking in what do i need do i need to use a restroom do i need to eat do i need to rest do i need to call a friend what do i need to do and then i'm going to get back to work and just watch how effective you are it doesn't mean killing yourself for 10 hours because you're taking breaks but you know breaking the day up into one to two hour increments and having laser focus for that one to two hours
0: Okay. Thanks for that. I love that. And I do agree that it's important to work in intervals because we are able to rejuvenate ourselves and Mm -hmm. focus better, you know, Mm -hmm. when we take those needed breaks. And I love that tip about a time audit. I'm not I'm going to do that myself. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You'll reveal some things. Yes. Yes. I love that.
0: So thank you. Okay, so Cherise, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned?
1: Hmm, an experience that blessed my leadership. So I mean back to, to the network marketing, because again, for me, that's that's where it started on my my entrepreneurship journey. And I remember a lot of leaders or people who were In the grooming process of becoming leaders, were expected to speak at these trainings. And that always frightened me. I hated public speaking. I it just I think I probably would have rather died than get up in front of a room and speak in front of people. And I believe I'd probably let one of my upline leaders know that. So I remember (laughs) during a training, you know, he's introducing everybody and the speakers for the day. And at the time, I was I was Hemby at the time. That's that was my maiden name. He said, "And Sharice Hemby is going to be training on this topic." And I'm like, "I am." And then he came up to me and said, "Yeah, you're a leader. You have to always be ready," and that statement sticks out in my mind all the time. That was 10 years ago, and I'll never forget that. Always be ready. You know, it's always about if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, and it, it coincides with always be ready. You know, as entrepreneurs, as leaders, we have to always be ready. You know, when people, someone may call me to do a workshop, but if I know it's in my area of expertise, I might not quite have the workshop lined up but I know I will be ready to deliver by the time it's time for me to speak on that topic. We don't have the luxury of not always being ready whenever I'm in an, in a realm where, there's a, a conference or I'm amongst my peers, I have it in my mind that I can be called on to speak. What if a speaker doesn't show up and they need somebody to talk about self-care or work-life balance or burnout or mental health? I need to have an impromptu talk that I can deliver to people because someone needs to hear it, whether the featured speaker was there or not. So I need to always be ready. So always being ready is something that has blessed my leadership
0: okay thanks for that yes and i do agree that is great advice you know because we never know when we're going to be called on so yes it is important to always be ready and i like what you said because someone needs our message right so we have to be ready and willing to share because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day i think most goal is to help right Uh, to help and to heal right so thank Mm -hmm. you Okay, so Cherise, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how
1: you've implemented it into your life? There has been so much advice that I've gotten over the years and I've thought about this. I don't want to overwhelm people with all the, the great advice that I receive, but um. Some of the best advice that I I would say this is probably the top advice that I received and I am embracing and have been implementing in my own businesses is the importance of having systems in place. If you're running a business and you don't have systems and processes in place, you are setting yourself up for failure. And I say this because five years ago when my partner and I with my my counseling, my mental health counseling practice, when we started, we were just so excited to get started. We really didn't do any research. I don't think we had a business plan together. We were just eager to get started. And just knowing what i know now had we had systems in place and when i say systems like a system for when people call and schedule and progress those that's just one part of it we would have been so much further along we didn't have a system in place for anything and even the marketing piece i think the marketing is so important it's so important that i dedicate time to going to a local marketing meeting once a month, every Tuesday. And um, so the marketing and the having systems in place in order to help your business grow, it, it's important. And it, and it has to be you. It starts with you, like you as the entrepreneur have to put these things in place and really know these systems and your marketing inside out before you bring anyone one else in. And I just thought about something as I said that, not to overwhelm you guys, but this is this is so important. My father told me this, and I, I think he would be okay with me disclosing this. He, he had a failed business, and this could have been a multi-million dollar business, but when I got in business, he said to me, Sharice, make sure you know everything about your business before you hire anybody. And I took that pretty much to the grave because we didn't hire anybody until earlier this year. And we had been about four and a half years into our business. It was so important for me to know that business inside out before I brought anybody else in and starting to have those systems in place. So that was the best advice that I have received as a leader.
0: Okay. Thanks for sharing that. And I do agree. And it's so funny because I actually work in this area of helping people to come up with the systems and the processes. So I definitely know, you know, the importance of that. And I attribute that to my corporate background and making sure that systems, you know, that we need, you need that uh, organization. I think they call it organization management. Yeah. That, you know, to, to be successful is so important. I mean, people, you know, you like to just cut off the cuff, how they say, you know, do things off the cuff, but yeah, without yeah. that structure, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's easy to get off track. So I do agree with you and appreciate you sharing that insight. Okay. So you made it to the finish line. How do you Yay. feel? <laughs> awesome well Sharice I want to thank you again for being our guest on She Leads podcast leadership empowerment for women of color but before we part do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events products services and or ventures that they would benefit from knowing about
1: yes I am on social media under Sharice Nance N-A-N-C-E if you would like to follow me, I give daily inspirational quotes and tips. And you can also visit my website www.vitaminchealing.com. And you can subscribe to our mailing list. I send out weekly self-care tips, and I keep you posted on everything my company, Vitamin C Healing, is doing in communities. And there's also information on there if you're interested in booking me as a speaker for self-care, burnout among healthy professionals and entrepreneurs. So those are the best ways to get in contact with me. And also the self-care anxiety workbook is a great workbook for all of us because entrepreneur anxiety is real. It's a a different type of stress as I am learning being a full-time entrepreneur as the stress I experience as a full-time employee. So it's a great journal for entrepreneurs and helping professionals, and that's also available on the website, www.vitaminchealing.com. Okay. Well,
0: thank you, Charisse. We appreciate your insight today. Thank you. You're welcome. I really enjoyed this interview with Charisse, and I hope you did as well. I agree with Charisse's notion that leadership does not have to come with a title. This concept really hits home for me, because I have never been a manager at the jobs I work, with the exception of my entrepreneurial quests. Yet, I am and have always been a leader. As mentioned to Sharice, this was hard for me to realize and accept since I didn't actually manage people. I did not look at how I often inspired my peers and my family, both younger and older. A quote by John C. Maxwell Reads, A leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. I admire Charisse's decision to reframe the way she looks at things and look internally to figure out how to make her life better as opposed to blaming others for her circumstances. This is very much easier said than done, yet it is so important To taking ownership of ourselves and our situations. If we always blame others, we will never grow and see what we could have done differently to produce different results. I view blaming others as giving our power away and turning ourselves into puppets. Even if a negative occurrence is because of another person, we must recognize that a decision we made put us in this place. When we look at our choices, we can determine better options for the future. I can relate to Sharice's belief in always being ready, as we never know when we will be called. And I have also experienced this. I was recently asked to speak at a conference on podcasting, which was a surprise to me as I did not apply to be a speaker. I'm not sure if I was a replacement for someone but that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. What matters is I was ready and willing to take the call when it came. And I'm happy I did, as this opportunity has opened many doors for me. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Cherise mentioned the importance of putting systems and processes in place to run a successful business. Systems and processes provide a baseline for operations, And enable companies to operate in excellence. Systems and processes help to uncover where improvements are needed as they provide the data to make better decisions. My takeaway for this week is to continue to implement systems and processes for success. I believe in this wholeheartedly and actually help other entrepreneurs with this, as this is one of my areas of expertise from working in corporate. Although this is something I know about and can easily do for others, at times it can be a challenge to do it for myself. I will make it my business to look for areas to implement systems and processes into my operations to continue to scale my success. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. Are you struggling with your leadership effectiveness personally or professionally? Can you use help in attaining the goals you have set for yourself, your team, and your company? Do you know what it takes to hit the mark but need some accountability to get there? My challenge for you is to get out of your own way and reach out to Nicole Walker Network today. Nicole Walker Network is here to help you be successful. Email Network at info at NicoleWalker.net to set up your personal consultation and continue on your path to greatness. You are already a great person. With Nicole Walker Network, you can become even better. Follow us on Facebook at She Leads Podcast and Nicole Walker Network. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nicole underscore Walker underscore network. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this episode of She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment with Sharice M. Nance. And check out the She Leads Podcast discussion group on Facebook to see what the hot topics are for this week. And let us know your views and takeaways from this episode. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.